are listening to the Gorman Bear Girls podcast. We're just two girls making memories and eating our way through life together. Welcome, Welcome to, to our table. table. Hi, I'm Star. And I'm Jen. And we are the, the Gorman Bear Girls. Hey, Jen. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. So... I was in California. We talked about that on the last episode of our mm-hmm. podcast. We but did. while I was gone, you attended something really great. I did. And you ate good food. I did. And so we're going to talk about that along with another event that I couldn't attend. Ugh, I'm so Boo-hoo. over you not being able to attend this second event, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with the first one. All right. Pittsburgh's. Yeah, Pittsburgh Magazine's yeah. Best Restaurant Party um, held at Heinz Field. Um, let me first just say, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Talk about, I mean, great, 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 great. Great attendance, um, great food. <laughs> um, there are, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, 50-ish restaurants that participated in the event. Um and virtually, just even in the amount of time had, it's virtually impossible um, to eat something from everywhere. So tried to kind of hit up some different places. You know, there are a lot of restaurants that were represented there that we have been to that are favorites of ours that I just could not stay out of the line because I just wanted to get in line and go. Um, but, um, you know, some lines were longer than others and you were trying to hit as many different places as you could. And so, um, <clears throat> did get to, did get to try quite a few different things that I thought were absolutely amazing. And so just touch a little bit on what some of them were, because, um, like I said, it is kind of impossible to go through, like, I mean, how long is a podcast going to be if I'm talking about 50 different things? Although I didn't taste that many. I probably tasted somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 or 30. Well, let's highlight your favorites. Yeah. So um, since you were out of town, my date for the night was another foodie, Pittsburgh Plates. That's Shannon. And we went in and the side. So it's kind of split up when you go in. You kind of come up the escalator. You could go to the left And in that area, there were a bunch of restaurants over there. Or if you walked kind of around um, to the right, you would go like a little further down. And there were some restaurants that were down there as well. And in there, there was like the photo booth, the DJ. They had the big Pittsburgh Magazine um, photo op area where you could be. But we went to the left first. And upon walking into the room, um, as soon as you hit the very first restaurant was Poulet Bleu. And, um, yeah, they were serving, uh, Riclette and it was, um, so people who listen to us, follow us, they know we are cheese lovers. And so I'm not complaining about this, but I am just saying Riclette is a very mm, aromatic cheese, we'll say. (laughs) So as you walk, I was wondering how you were going to, yeah, as you walk immediately into the room, what do you smell? You smell. Feet. Feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was amazing. They So they were heating it right there and they were shaving it onto, you know, um, off of the warm wheel, you know, like shaving it down and you just watched it like slide. The cheese just like kind of slide off onto your nice crispy piece of French bread. And they had beautiful potatoes and asparagus. And um, it was just, it was 
very, very tasty. It was like a great way to kind of start to start the night was with that. I mean, truthfully, I could have gone in line a million times. <laughs> Just yeah, kept getting back in so line good. for that. But it sounds it was, like summer to me, doesn't it? I mean, I know cheese is like... Yeah, cheese is like an all-year-round thing for us. But we we talked on the last podcast towards the end, we were saying how much we're looking forward to going to the Frick, like summer, yes. you know, Fridays at the Frick. And although we do enjoy from the food trucks there, oftentimes we take things as well, like to build a little cheese board, board take a, yeah. you know, a, a bottle of wine or whatever. And it's just, yeah, I mean, we do that. With but with everything. the vegetables like is, and yeah. the cheese, I mean, just, it sounds like let's sit outside yeah okay let's enjoy some food let's grill some veggies and and, yeah yeah Yeah, so it was um it was great and and then we uh the next the next restaurant was fish or fowl right next to that yeah and that's that is one of the places if anybody ever hears us saying how we've got restaurants on our list that we say we're going, we're going, we're going. And for some reason, I do not know why. I mean, this has been a place that we've wanted to go for so long that we keep talking about. We really just need to make a reservation because all of these other places that we've been to, like, were not even there on are too our many. List. Yeah. There's there so are many, many places. places. And we sort of get like sidetracked and we lose focus and we think about different, different places. And then I don't know, we yeah. need to make up, we actually need like a handwritten list that we can check yeah, off. Yeah. Good old fashioned handwritten old fashioned list. note paper. Yeah. Something because that, yeah, that might help if we do that and like check places. And then if you see someplace that's high up on that list that is not getting checked off, then doggone, we got to go there. Yeah. Anyway, what did they have? Um, so, yeah. So at uh, Fishner Fowl, they had, um, it was a scallop dish and it was a, um, like a miso cured scallop carpaccio and it was delicious. That scallop, Sounds like good. as you bit into it, I mean, it was a, it was a thinner kind of scallop. It wasn't like super, super thick and it just it like melted in your mouth and the yeah. flavors were amazing. They, he had like um, green almond with it and pickled green strawberries and there were just herbs and it was decorated with flowers and it was beautiful. I was going to say, was I beautiful. bet it was beautiful. Yeah. It yeah. was beautiful to look at and it was delicious. Um, and then um, without taking too much of a break, I think it was a couple tables down, uh, Dinette was there serving one of the things that we have liked to have at Dinette in the past were the shishito peppers with the cheese and the, and the Marcona almonds. And it's a dish that I actually do oftentimes at home in the summertime. Great place to get shishitos is a Trader Joe's. They sell them in a bag. Um, and I blister those on the grill and, um, and they're just, they're delicious. An interesting pepper to say the least, because shishitos, sometimes you get the heat and sometimes you don't. It's like a surprise. Yeah, I was going to say it's, yeah. a, it's a surprise in yeah. every bite. You never know what you're going to get. Um, several different places had a, like a meatball, like some kind of an Italian thing. Now, um, the um, Twisted Frenchman was there. It's at, The sign said the Twisted Frenchman, but he was actually serving from his new establishment that is on the first floor of the building, um, which used to be La Riviera. It is now um, Garbarino's, and he had meatball that he was serving. That was, um, that was very good. Um, one of the other things that we really, really enjoyed was from, uh, 
Le Trek, which is the restaurant at Nemecolon. And it was like a, um, it wasn't an egg, it was more like a spring roll because it was a little thinner and longer and it was like real crispy on the outside. It just had like amazing vegetables on the inside. Um, <clears throat> oh gosh, I'm like trying to run through, I'm like trying to recap and run through all of these things. Another thing that we had had at a different event when um, Apteca was there were their little blinis. Oh, those you were remember so that? Like the buckwheat good. blinis. Yeah. yeah. At Best Buddies you're talking at, about. Yeah, we had them at Best so Buddies. We good. tasted those. And the um I've not had them in the restaurant, so I'm not sure how they serve them there. But these they're just like a little bite size. It's like the a little bigger than a quarter, maybe like a half dollar size. And you just pop this baby right in your mouth and it is delicious. So, so good. Um Dish Osteria was there. They had a beautiful, like a, a grilled eggplant. Um, there was like a roasted red pepper on top of there. It was just a, the the flavor of it reminded me of summer at my grandma's house mm. because my grandmother had an incredible garden, um, and you just always smelled like fresh basil and it, like it, it. I don't I don't know. There's a isn't every, that a beautiful thing about is, food that it, it can is. transport you back oh to my your goodness. childhood? Yeah, right. Right. Absolutely. With 100% certainty. When I put that in my mouth, I was like, I'm, I'm at home. I'm at grandma's house. It was, it was really good. Um, I actually, what's great about that. So the grandmother I'm talking about is my paternal grandmother and my dad and my stepmom are, it's supposed to be, they kept saying like, instead of a Christmas gift this past year, they're like, well, what are we going to buy you guys? Which is something that is a challenge, I feel, oh, for, for all of us at this point. What do you buy your another adult, adult? Yeah. What do you buy your adult yeah. children? Or what do we buy our adult parents? You know, like nobody really needs anything. Um, so it was more about time. Like, let's go out to eat somewhere. And they met a, made a reservation. It's coming up here. Oh, in July, um, they're taking us to Dish Osteria. Nice. Um, Terry, my stepmother, had said... Originally, we were going to go to Seasons, and then when Dish opened, she said when she had moved, so they've just recently moved back here to, to Pittsburgh, which my stepmother wasn't from around here. She was from the D.C. area, but um, when she had first moved here and opened her law firm here in Pittsburgh, she that was one of the first restaurants that she had gone to, and she loved it. And I remember her saying how disappointed she was when they had closed. And so in the interim, like since between Christmas and now with them reopening, she's like, I, uh, we're going to go here instead. It's like my favorite. It has memories for her. Yeah. You know, it like takes her back somewhere. So I'm looking forward to that because we've heard lots of great things about, about the restaurant. And I'm sure we'll make a jaunt there together as well at some point because that's just what we do. Um, <laughs> Of course, Driftwood was there serving up some some pizza, which was amazing. Um, so there is an Indian restaurant that I believe is in the North Hills, Taj Mahal. They had what I think was the most beautiful display for their food because they had these gorgeous, like, elevated copper pots that had, like, um, almost like a roof over them and with brass going down the side, and they had these beautiful kind of ladle in each, in each pot. And there were like five, maybe four or five of them. And they were, they just served up a lot of, a lot of different things from their menu there, which, um, which was really good. I know a lot of people are sometimes skeptical about Indian food because people 
you either like the in, like seasonings or or you don't. Right. You know? Yeah. I do. I do like it. I enjoyed it. So um, my husband loves loves it. He's yeah. been to India actually. He has. Yeah. yeah for business on several occasions. And he enjoys it. and he loves things that are very spicy. And so mm-hmm. a lot of Indian food is very spicy. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely a, um, definitely spice is definitely popular. Um, another favorite, of course, is Mediterra. Mediterra was there. Beautiful display. They were doing more just where they had, you got like a piece of bread, a couple little pieces of cheese, some meat. Um, and their display was beautiful because they had different loaves of bread there. And, and they just do such a Their bread amazing, is beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. Like if nothing, you almost don't want to cut into it. It's yeah. so pretty. Their, Insta- their Instagram is very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not following their Instagram, follow Mediterra. Yeah. Mediterra Cafe. Cause there's Mediterra Cafe. There's Medi- you can follow them all. Mediterra Cafe, Mediterra Cake House, Mediterra Bake House. Like they're, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, they have a lovely, they have a lovely feed. Um, but so that was a great event. Um, no, the one thing I, I don't want to say anything bad about, I would definitely encourage people to check it out. People should go like look for that um, next year. It is an investment to go. You're getting a lot of food, but unlike some other events, there are no no beverages, no cocktails are included with that. Okay. So and it's a hefty ticket price, right? It's a hundred dollars a ticket. So if I were to complain about something, I would say you should probably offer a drink ticket, like a or drink two. ticket or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is not, so that it's a cash bar. And again, like it's not, it, you know, it doesn't, the focus is really on the restaurants. I guess something that might be interesting to do would be to feature some of these different places that have, I I guess that would be a totally different event, you know, places that have, um, you know, a great wine bar cocktails Mm -hmm. or something like that to include them somehow. But, um, but it's not, you know, they don't offer like great wines or anything like that either. So is this solely for advertisement for the restaurants or is there any type of fundraising that goes on with this event? No, there's no, I don't think there's any fundraising that okay. goes on with it. I think it's just, it's an event. Um, just it's to not introduce a charitable, you to new restaurants. Yeah, it's, the, it's okay. Pittsburgh Magazine puts it on and... Um, I don't know. That's a really good question because now you have me wondering, like, I wonder if they donate yeah. a portion of the proceeds to anything because I've not, if they do, I can tell you this, it's not something that I have ever, um, that I have ever heard that they, that they do. I don't think so. I think it's just that Pittsburgh magazine, you know, selects these different restaurants, you know, they do, a, you know, there, there are a bunch of different, um, media, Mm-hmm. outlets where they're taking where you're casting votes for different things you know sure okay um but yeah i didn't it know is a great event yeah i knew i was going to be out of town so i really didn't do much research on it yeah um yeah it's a it it's it's a good event it definitely is a good event i have to say um i would most definitely do that again it is probably one of pittsburgh's premier well, it probably is Pittsburgh's premier food event. Food event, okay. Yeah. So yeah, worth for it. Sure. Worth yeah. the ticket. Okay. It's worth it. Yeah. Like I said, my just my only complaint would be that there's you're paying a hundred dollars the ticket and there are no beverages that are included in that. Um before we move on in conversation to the next event, yeah. 
I also want to mention, because you said you started with Poulet Blue and I said it reminded me of summer and Mm -hmm. they're starting to open their patio at 3 p.m. pretty soon. Yeah, they are. I saw that. For summer. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah. uh, For people, you know, go to Poulet Blue on Instagram. You can get the details there. The details. The details, yes. As Mm -hmm. a news person would say. Right. Um, (laughs) And learn about that because... I don't know. Ever, ever since I said that sounds like summer, I've been thinking about that beautiful patio at Poulet Blue. Yeah. And then it's summer. Yeah. And you just said recently we need to go there. So. Yeah. And absolutely. sit on the patio. We do. Um, we should say, too, that a lot of the restaurants that participate, they're not just some of them are like brand new restaurants. Some of them are restaurants that have been around for a long time. Some of them are, you know, restaurants that have some of what would be Pittsburgh's top chefs. Some of them are considered more kind of neighborhood mom and pop type things. I think um, I had read, somebody wrote something about that. Like you can get anything from the mom and pop type um, restaurant to Pittsburgh's top chefs. So it's a wide variety. So it's a very wide variety. You're getting different. You're getting a lot of different things. Um, Well, it's fun because this city offers so much where food is concerned. There are so many restaurants, even us doing research all the time about this. There are places we hear about all the time that we didn't know existed. Right. So these types of events, if you love food, it could turn you on to your new favorite restaurant, which is really nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, And there are lots of downtown restaurants that are represented there. And there are restaurants that are just like east of the city, north of the city. I mean, and really, when you think about it, because when you're thinking of... um, Pittsburgh area restaurants, a lot of people don't think of Nemecolon. Um, and Latrec was there. And just ironically, same kind of thing when we went to, there was a saver coming up, like Nemecolon takes, um, they take part in that event as yes. well. So it's kind of reaching out. So for those who are thinking, well, the restaurants, I'm going to try them. I'm never going to get to go. You never know. There could be a restaurant represented there that's actually kind of close to your area because it just reaches far. It might start like central to the city, but it just reaches out. Now, I would say that not many are the same distance as like Nemecolon, but um, in any case, they are. Well, that's fun. Great restaurants. Yeah. Sounds fun. I'll have to. Yeah. We'll have to do that next year. Yeah. It was good. Um, So let's talk now about Balazzi's Limoncello. Yeah. Festa di Limoncello. It was their third annual. um, So this is the third year that they've done this now. And each year, I think they, you know, improve a little bit. They add a little bit more. Not to say that it needed to be improved upon necessarily. I just think it's getting... um, and when I say bigger, I mean bigger, like bigger in a better way. It is a smaller event. There are limited tickets. It's not something, you know, where there could be literally thousands of people at the at the Pittsburgh Magazine event at Heinz. Here, you're talking, I think that they keep it um, maybe around 200, if even that. I'm not sure. I can't remember what the... And tickets sell out quickly. Tickets, yeah, they do. um, But they do a beautiful job. Now, I know at last year's event, the dining area was not open for seating. But this year, they did have the dining area available that when you went through to get food, um, and they serve like kind of Italian street food, they had... uh, they had some fried dough and they had their famous pizza and there was a beautiful summer salad of just different vegetables. Um, 
they had, they made a, um, like a, oh, geez, I can't even think of what the dessert is right now. It was like a lemon, of course, <laughs> many things were kind of lemon-themed. Yeah. Um, but they had chocolates, and they had other little desserts. And um, you could go and you could sit in the dining. There's not, because in kind of that bar area where most of the activity inside is going on, um, there are lots of limoncello tastings in there. There's not a whole heck of a lot of seating in there. So um, it was nice that that area was opened up because it is an event that attracts a wide range of ages. You see, you know, you see people in their 20s, then you see older people, like people 50, 60, you know, you like you see 70, like 50, 60. That's not older, but I'm just saying like it, it attracts a wide um, age range of people. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the fashion. So what it says, what do people dress like? Yeah. So this is really fun. This is something that you and I are really into is fashion behind anything. Cause I think when we go anywhere, we're always, well, what are we going to wear? But so it's, they advertise it as beach chic with a lemon twist. The whole thing is that they're trying to transport you to the Amalfi Coast. Um, so you see people in their, you know, little dresses or a lot of people have hats on, lemon print things. It's just, if you think about what you would wear, beach chic with a lemon twist, um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. You oh, know, it's a lot of yeah. fun to see what, what people are wearing. And, and they also take the whole area as you come out in front of the restaurant and go down. Um, I can't remember what that street name is that kind of goes back towards Market Square, but they have that blocked off as well. And there's a DJ out there and they have some like cocktail tables out there. And there are more limoncello tastings out in that area as well. And then this year they had, they were cooking, um, they had shrimp and clams and, um, and they were doing like a, a warm octopus, like grilled octopus salad. Um, that, that was in addition. And then they had a really cool um, wall out there for a photo op that they had um, right kind of in the front area. And it was just, it's a, like, it is a, it's a, it's the event is from one to four. It is a great time. The food is great. There are, I didn't count this year. I know last year, I believe there were 15 different cellos. And you were a fan of? My favorite is the fig. Yeah. It going aside from aside from the traditional limoncello, I think my favorite is the fig, and um, and you make limoncello. I on do, your own. yeah, I do. So you know a little bit about the process. Yeah, for this. a little bit about the process. Um, I've done it a, a few times. I haven't done it a lot, but um, it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's a lot of fun. Like to try those different ones, and so ticket price for that for the past couple of years at least has been it's a $75 ticket it includes two cocktails unlimited food um and then unlimited tastings, tastings of limoncello and then um like i said it's from 1 to 4 and it was a beautiful pittsburgh day you know yes, with all of the crazy weather that we've been having it was perfect last year it was so hot and humid on the day of this year, it could not have been more beautiful. There was a little bit of a breeze. It almost made you think you were at the Amalfi Coast. It was warm, but it was, I mean, the sun was shining, but it you could be outside without feeling like, oh my gosh, this is oppressive. 
Um, so it's it's a great event. It's a great fashion event. It's a great food event. It's a great beverage and cocktail event. Uh, they also were serving um, Prosecco and Peroni outside. Yummy. Those are for purchase. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fantastic event. And if any for anybody that has not um, attended that, definitely look for that. I would. Th- I'm sure the fourth annual will be in June of next year. Right. Um, so Probably those are t- on the day of my daughter's. Oh my gosh! Recital. You know what? If this happens <laughs> yet once again, I'm gonna like die. Um, so a lot of people have. Well, maybe not a lot, but a few people have said we talk about these events usually after we attend them, and then it's kind of like, well, we've got to wait a year for this well, next thing. But I do want to say there are some objectives. There, there are some reasons. Sure. Um, first of all, because we want to talk about that restaurant because it is so great. And because we want to introduce you, even the little things that you talked about that you tasted, maybe somebody can hear about that. It sounds good. And they go and they visit that restaurant. Absolutely. Because everything that they're serving at these events um, are available within the restaurants. If we're talking, if we're going to like look at Velazzi specifically, they're very well known for their pizza. I mean, mm-hmm. They have amazing food in general, but they are very well known for their pizza. Um, and so... Never had you know, a thing there I didn't I know. Love. Yeah, me too. Um, great atmosphere, very warm, very, very warm atmosphere and just great staff. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of times too that we're talking about when it comes to events, typically we... we kind of recap what the event was about. But if you're not following us on social media, give us a follow on social media because we'll give you a heads up to when tickets yeah, we go give on you sale. a heads up. Yeah. We talk about places that we're going when we're going to events specifically like this. You will see it even if it's not right like on our main a main post of ours, we might just be kind of blasting it into the story here and there, just reminding you, here's when tickets go on sale. There's a few tickets left, whatever. Yeah. We'll we'll provide a link for you. So, um, yeah. So, you know, follow us on primarily Instagram, which I feel like Instagram is kind of the social media platform of preference, uh, these days, just in general, but especially from a foodie perspective. Um, so yeah, that's definitely, you can follow us on Instagram at Gormandberg. And we try to, anything that we're going to be attending that we would be talking to nine, talking about nine times out of 10, we'll talk to you about it after the event, but we're going to give you some information about it beforehand too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Brunchburg is coming up. So that's another yes, one. We've talked about that too. And I believe that there are some, still some tickets that are available for that. I was talking with Madeline Quigley. She was at uh, Festa di Lemoncello on Saturday and there are some new places that they are adding to, um, to that event as well. Some different food trucks that are coming, um, we I just loved want a biscuit. that. I, I want a wise kind of biscuit. Please, I know I should have said, Maddie, please just tell me wise kind of biscuit. They are. Gonna be there. They're going to yeah. be there. Yeah, they're going to be there. Um, but yeah, that is that is a really, really, really great event. And um, it is held on July 20th. It's a I Saturday, July so. 20th, I believe. Um, and you can go, you can check through Good Food PGH <clears throat> for tickets. Um, 
And I believe there's $25. Now, the, the different thing about this event is that, so you pay for the event and you will get a couple different things. You'll get a, they had awesome swag bags last year. And there are a bunch of different places there that are giving tastings. But when you want something like, we don't want you thinking that you're going to get a Wise County Biscuit for free, people, because you are not. You are not. Yeah, that's but not But it's worth the purchase. Happening. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. We tried some, fir- we had some first time things last year. That was our first experience with Wise County. Um, and, and we knew it would not be our last. That is right. Because <laughs> best biscuits ever. Oh, I hope um, they have that blueberry. Oh, with a Chantilly cream. Oh. oh, that was so good. Wise County, if you're listening. Yeah, we love you. Um, <laughs> Please make that. Yeah. And, but there were, there are a bunch of different coffee vendors that will be there giving tastings. I think last year they had somebody like Bloody Mary, tastings there and they usually do Pittsburgh Juice Company was there another first for us that was the first time that we had tried them certainly not the last we've done their cleanses on their juice programs a couple different times we buy things there on a regular basis they are amazing Um, they did do something that was really interesting and we I think we ended up doing it um, on our weekend they did beer mimosas Oh, do you remember mm-hmm. when we went in? They had they like beer did. mimosas. I forgot and so, all about that. You got a ticket for that. You right? did. You got a ticket for that. So that was included. You got it in your yellow Good Food Pittsburgh cup, and that was included in your ticket price. Um, and Hitchhiker Brewing. It's held at Hitchhiker Brewing in Sharpsburg, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a great event. It really yeah. is. So like to just to plug that. That is one that's coming up. Don't. Come at us afterwards when we're blasting stuff about it and tell us, like, we wish we would have known about this in advance because I, th- I feel like this is probably the fifth or sixth time that we've yeah. talked about it. And it's worth talking about because yeah. it's a fun event. Yeah. And it's in the morning, morning-ish, right? Yeah, it's like 9.30 to 12.30 yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, we it's had early. breakfast pizza we last did. year and we had donuts. We had donuts. It's a great... We had well, it's biscuits. Brunch I was going to say it's a great brunch event. And that's why it's called Brunch Break. That's why it's called Precisely. Brunch Break. Yeah, you get a really cool swag bag when you go. We're it's, bringing our men this we year. We are, Because yeah. it was too great not to share with them. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, so that's an event that we have coming up. And then we just want to plug Friday nights at the Frick again. My favorite that's, summer. Yeah, it's outing. just a just to be outside and you hear the sounds of kids playing and there's music. They have music every Friday night and you can, t- you can tour and different, you can go into the museum. You can go into the Frick house. Like yeah, the downstairs of the house is the greenhouse. Free. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they typically have, um, at least two food trucks, oftentimes more than that. Um, but, and you can eat at the cafe there as well. Yeah, you it's open on Friday at the cafe, um, and it's usually only open in the day, so that's a real right. treat. Yeah, so that is a great that is a great event. Yeah, and I do want to stress, it can be completely free for you. Absolutely, you, do not, you can pack your own food. Yes. You can bring your own beverages. Mm-hmm. Bring a blanket or yeah. you know whatever whatever. I've had I saw people they had little pop up tables. Uh, yes. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you can just really do your own thing out there. You can bring your kids. You don't need a babysitter. You can tour the downstairs of the house. It's absolutely free to do so. It is a great. It's great, very relaxing. Yeah. It, it's a wonderful um, opportunity. Yeah. To take hold of in Pittsburgh throughout the summer. So. Yeah, it is. Fridays at the Frick. Look it up. They have a website. You can see the food that they're going to have. You can see the music that'll be playing. Right. Yeah. And that starts. That starts Friday. this week. Yeah. 
Yeah. Starts Friday. Starts Friday. So yeah, check that out. I'm sure. And if you, you know, see us, give us a holler. Yeah. We'll be there probably several Fridays, (laughs) (laughs) but this Friday for sure. Look for so. the giant cheese board. <laughs> yeah, if you see, yeah, if you see an oversized cheese board with people, lots of grapes. Yeah, yeah, lots of cheese, lots of cheese, lots of grapes, and, and yeah, that'll be us. So, I'm looking forward to it. A girl in a sling. A girl in a sling, blonde hair, black Post sling. <laughs> Well, you said you were going to bedazzle it, right? Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to bedazzle it. I'll be the one standing next to her feeding her grapes and cheese. <laughs> what will my surgeon think of my bedazzled sling? <laughs> He'll love it. <laughs> so funny. He'll say, only you guys. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we want to say before we wrap today? I don't think so. Next, we've got we've still got those events coming up. We're planning. We've got some fun events that we're planning that we're just going to share with you different things that we're doing. Feel free to share ideas with us if there's anything that you think, any ideas that you would like to hear us um, talk about or in a, a different themed kind of dinner that you think that we should prepare. We're always open to the su- those suggestions and we're open to your restaurant suggestions and yeah. your event ex- um, suggestions as well. I'd like to put this out there. Have you ever made a homemade lemonade stand Ah, <laughs> for adults? We're working on that. We're working on something like that. You might that. see that coming, coming to an Instagram feed <laughs> near you, August 2019. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Star, how do people get a hold of us? As always, please give us a follow on Instagram. We are the Gormenberg Girls at Gormenberg, G-O-U-R-M-A-N-D-B-U-R-G-H. And please feel free to send us email with any of your questions or suggestions. I am star, that is S-T-A-R with one R, at Gormenberg or at GormenbergGirls.com. And you are? I'm Jen, J-E-N, at Gormenberg or GormenbergGirls.com. And if you would be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts, we would appreciate that. It helps other people to find us. Okay, everybody, have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.